Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the Suburb Lounge. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and Marketing Director here at Suburb Marketing Group, and I welcome you to this latest podcast episode. I am so excited to cover this topic because it is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And while it's a topic that we've sort of kind of danced around a little bit on Instagram, on posts in the past, now that we have Instagram stories and now that we obviously have our podcast community, it is something that we wanted to talk about a little bit further. So this specific topic is going to ruffle a few feathers um, because I know that some people still believe that social proof is all in your Instagram follower account. And we're here to tell you that that couldn't be further from the truth. And as time passes, as time progresses, and as um, reputable marketers and reputable marketing agencies are starting to take a lead on how they are helping their clients build their business and build their audience, you can then see the clouds (laughs) hovering over those that have bought followers for themselves, bought followers for their clients in order to quote unquote, look good on paper. So where does this topic come from? Where where did we get the idea for this topic? So there was an article published on the New York Times. It's called The Follower Factor, I believe. And if you haven't checked out the article, if you haven't read it, it's it's written like a white paper, so it's it's f- fairly long. And I encourage you to read it. I encourage you to grab a cup of coffee. And if you're marketing your business on Instagram, whether it's a personal brand or you're marketing your small business, whatever the case may be, I absolutely guarantee that this is going to be an eye-opening article for you. So this is kind of like where this idea came from that I wanted to cover this topic. Um, We covered it on stories. There's a highlight now in our SMM highlight um, over on Instagram. Go check it out. It is our week 19 social media tip of the week. We also covered it on a story because I did receive additional emails regarding this and I knew that I would. I knew that I would because It is so tempting to buy likes and followers on Instagram. And I cannot believe how many accounts that we onboard, we are still seeing the, you know, and still have the need to clean house in the way that we normally do. And normally when we do a takeover, that's the first thing that we do is that we clean house, whether we clean people that are following the account and people that the account is following. That's one of the first things that we do because we want a good ratio. We want a ratio of good, substantial, potential buyers, people that are going to buy into services and buy into products. There is no reason why you should have 10,000 plus followers that are never going to buy from you. They're that are not even interested in your service, that are not interested in the products that you're selling. It just makes absolutely no sense to us. And we see it all of the time. Does it look good on paper? I'm sure. Does it attract additional people that are not going to be your ideal client? Yes. Okay. So you want to keep that ratio very well. At Soverve, um, over on our Instagram account, we do this on a (laughs) 
quarterly basis almost, sometimes even on a monthly basis if we see a spike in a lot of spam accounts, um, we go ahead and we remove those from our followers. There's no need for why we need to have them there if these are accounts that are never going to purchase from us. So you could just tell that they are either spam accounts or you can just tell that they are accounts that are just following us for the sake of following us or for the sake of receiving a follow back. So some of the tips that we gave on Instagram um, I kind of want to go a little farther into them now. And the first tip that I gave was buying followers really won't help your engagement rate. And this is so incredibly true because when we are looking at analytics and when we're looking at numbers for ourselves or for our clients, we're looking specifically to a very key figure and it is our engagement rate. We do not even look at the reach. And the reason why we don't look at the reach is because on platforms like Instagram, the reach can mean many things. When someone sees an Instagram story video twice, that increases the reach. When someone sees your Instagram post twice on their feed, or if they go to your feed and they see your post, that can increase the reach. So I'm not really concerned with the reach. What we're really looking for is the engagement. When people engage, when they do something with the posts that you're posting on Instagram. And that is typically the number that is going to give us what we need to know about what we're doing on Instagram and how it's working. Obviously there's other numbers and other figures and I'm sure we're gonna cover analytics and Instagram and you know, the detail of that, whether it's in a blog post and future podcast episode. But for today, I really want to talk about the engagement. So Silver Marketing Group has a little under 7,000 followers on Instagram currently. And if you consider the engagement rate compared to an account that has maybe close to 15,000 or 20,000 followers, we have the same engagement rate percentage than a bigger account. So how does that happen? How is that determined? It's typically determined by the number of likes and the number of followers. Um, the no, I'm sorry, the number of likes and the number of comments that you receive, your follower count, etc. So why is it that a larger account can have the same engagement rate as our account? And I want to ask you the same thing. How do you, why, why, why do you believe that that would happen? Now, typically that happens because there is little engagement on that account. Even though they have this huge amount of followers, they're not getting engagement. So it's driving their engagement rate down. Okay. And whereas we may have a smaller account, but we get a good amount of engagement on our account. We get likes and we get comments from community members and they are engaging positively in our, um, in our comment section, asking questions, leaving whatever kind of comments they'd like. But it just goes to show you that the higher the follower count, that does not necessarily mean that you're going to get more engagement. The second tip that we gave is that when you are buying likes and followers on a platform like Instagram, there's no way to track those people. 
everyone goes into the same follow follower list. There is no way to differentiate a real follower, a potential client, a potential customer, buyer from an account that is fake, an account that is a spam account. There's no way to differentiate the two. So if you're utilizing a platform like Google Analytics or Sprout Social, which is a, a scheduling tool, they also have wonderful analytic reports. Hootsuite Pro has great analytic reports as well. Iconosquare Pro has great analytic reports. Anything that you're doing in order to track this progress on social, on the web, really, it's basically pointless because there's no way to track a good potential substantial follower from a follower that is not going to help your bottom line whatsoever. So it kind of crosses that out. And why would you do that? Again, the most important thing that you need to remember is that at the end of the day, no matter how organic you are online, no matter how holistic you are online, at the end of the day, business is business and business is sustained by looking at the numbers constantly, tweaking what needs to be tweaked, tweaking what isn't working in order to move and pivot accordingly. And if you do not have the numbers to back up the decisions that you're making for your business, you're going to not do the most. You're going to hurt yourself in the long run. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Okay. So make sure that you are doing things that are going to help you see the figures at the end of the tunnel. That was um, the, the second tip. And I'll recap these obviously at the end of the episode. Um, and then the last tip that we gave was you're going to get your account banned. And I'm not even going to go into depth in that one. It is, you know, Instagram and any of these platforms, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, any of these platforms, of course they can detect who's buying followers. Of course. If you guys remember back in 2014 when they decided that they were going to clean house and you saw a ton of celebrities whose accounts dropped dramatically, it's embarrassing, okay? But Instagram knows what you're doing. They may not get to it right away. They may get to it at some point, but they will eventually get to it. And when they do, the last thing that you want is to come across as someone who is not reputable, who is not doing things that are going to put their business in a positive light. Now, you may come across some marketers that are extremely lazy and they will tell you, oh, it's no big deal. Don't listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. At the end of the day, buying the presence that you have online, buying your reputation, it's only going to come back to you and it's going to hurt your brand. And for on a platform like Instagram, when you are constantly marketing to the public, it's essential to remain reputable and to remain authentic and to remain consistent and ethical. Now, one of the main reasons why we covered these tips and why we're covering this specific topic on this week's podcast and on Instagram stories in our tips is because we have been receiving an influx of small business owners 
that are local, some regional, that are interested in working with influencers in their area. And we think working with influencers is amazing. We think you absolutely should be considering working with um, in, you know, Instagram influencers. However, unless your marketing agency or unless you as a small business owner is partnering with a management company that manages social media influencers, or if you're unless you're working with a marketing agency that understands how to manage the influencers that you are working with for your small business, I promise you that you are going to find issues that are going to arise if you do not educate yourself properly before taking that step. There are so many factors to consider when you're working with an Instagram influencer, and we're going to cover those in next week's episode. However, I will say from from this podcast, if there's any takeaway is that don't just look at the numbers. Okay, and this is specifically why the industry of influencers on a platform like Instagram is plagued with a lot of people buying likes and followers in order to catch the attention of brands and of PR companies that are working on behalf of brands so that they can get money, free products, and exposure for themselves, okay? Um, Be very careful when you're partnering with these um, individuals. There's a lot to consider, everything from the legality of it all the way to how to determine whether they are indeed reputable and whether they are indeed uh, a good investment for your business because it's not just about sending a product. Even if you send a product and you're not sending a cash um, incentive of any kind, Um, it's still money that you're spending on an influencer. So you want to make sure that you're partnering and that you're putting your company in front of someone and that you're collaborating with someone that is going to be um, reputable and is going to put your business out there in a good light. Because the last thing that you need is to partner with an influencer that is buying a ton of likes for a specific post and then you're not seeing a return and you're sitting here wondering, well, this post has 600, 800, all the way upwards of, you know, uh, in the thousands, 10,000, 15,000 likes. And then what, what's happening? How come I received no traffic to my website? So I'm going to go ahead and recap these three tips. The first tip was buying followers is not going to help your engagement rate one bit. The second tip is you cannot track these followers that you're buying. There's no way to differentiate them from a good, substantial, potential buyer customer from that fake account. And the third one is, is that quite simply, you're risking your account being permanently banned from Instagram. And it is a very, very embarrassing situation to be in as a small business owner and as a brand, okay? I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any questions for us regarding working with influencers, regarding um, whether or not you are understanding your analytics, or if you are interested in working with a marketing company that can help you in this in, in this case, we would love to have a conversation with you. Or if you have any questions about something that you're noticing on Instagram that needs to be pointed out or if there is anything else regarding 
this specific topic. We would love to sit down and have a combo with you guys. As always, you guys can reach us on Instagram at underscore Soverf. You can always email us at hello at for more info. And we will chat with you guys next week. Bye.